Good morning. It's Thursday, October 26th. National Pumpkin Day because of um, Halloween. Halloween's coming up. Get your gourds, you know? And now the news. And we are starting with a... I tried to wait as long as possible to record this update to the news um, in hopes that I would have more information than I currently do. But it's now nine o'clock at night on the West Coast. And here's what we have so far. At least 22 people have been killed in Maine in what is being described as a spree shooting that took place at multiple spots, including a restaurant and a bowling alley on Wednesday night. It is nine o'clock on the West Coast as I record this. Between 50 and 60 people so far have been injured, and a search is underway for Robert Card, who is being described as a person of interest. This is a rapidly developing story that is still underway as I'm recording this. So um, by the time you hear this in the morning, I'm sure that more news will have come out. Hopefully, they will have caught this person. Hopefully, the number dead will not increase. But currently, as of right now, Robert Card is being described as armed and extremely dangerous. Residents in the area are being urged to stay inside, keep their doors locked. The schools will not be open today. And hopefully tomorrow we will have more information. Just a genuinely sad and really scary moment. And we now return to the rest of the episode where very awkwardly my energy is um, much different than it is in this moment. So here's the whoosh and then a jarring change of energy. Big news. The House has a speaker. Bummer news. It's Michael Johnson. Hey, Kim, who's Michael Johnson? Sick burn on Michael. No one knew who he was before today. Well, that's not true. Some people did. Because, um, well, you'll hear why in a minute, but it would be better if we didn't. So who is the person that the Republicans have decided should be the leader of their party in the House? Well, first of all, he prefers the name Mike. But um, once you learn all about him, you may also, like me, not really care about using his most favorite name. We're going to call him Michael. I do not want to have a um, friendly nickname relationship with him. Michael represents Louisiana's fourth congressional district and has since he was elected in 2016. He supports a federal abortion ban and once specifically said that Roe ruined the economy because, quote, if we had all those able-bodied workers in the economy, we wouldn't be going upside down and toppling over like this. So that's that's a quote. He is also in favor of overturning same-sex marriage and believes in conversion therapy. He does not believe in climate change, but he does believe in Trump. So much so that in both of Trump's impeachment hearings, because remember that Trump was twice impeached, Michael served on Trump's legal counsel in the Senate. He is also, all of that's bad, but like this seems like the wildest thing to me because it seems so easy to just have not said anything about it. Um, But he is against being against bullying. He is pro-bullying. That's wild. As for his job preparedness, well, he has never chaired a House committee. And that, combined with his whole seven years 
of experience in the House makes him the least experienced person to ever be Speaker. And that is the one that the Republicans could finally agree on. That is the one that everyone was like, yes, he's our guy. Great job, everyone. Another neat thing is that he was, per the New York Times, the most important architect of the Electoral College objections. So not only is he a run-of-the-mill election denier, he is a big-time election denier. He is abhorrent, he is an insurrectionist, and he is a complete bummer of a speaker. But on the other hand, he does seem to be cool with bullying, which is great because here in this house, we bully the bullies. So prepare to be bullied, Michael. In what is being called a, quote, nightmare scenario, Hurricane Otis has knocked out all communications in Acapulco, Mexico. In just 12 hours, it went from a tropical storm to a Category 5 hurricane, smashing onto the shores as the area's strongest storm on record. The storm is now headed inland and expected to dissipate overnight. Without any communications available, there is almost no way to know what damage has been done to the area or the 800,000 people that live there. And of course, Trump crime update time. This guy does so many crimes. Edition. Let's start with money crimes. As a reminder, Trump's civil New York, hey, maybe square footage can just change magically sometimes. Case is happening right now, and um, he's already in big trouble, mister, for attacking the judge's clerk. So going into Wednesday, he already had a gag order against him. Then, on Wednesday, he was briefly put on the stand in New York after the judge accused him of breaking that order for comments that the judge believed were levied against the clerk once again, because Trump said that the person sitting next to the judge was very partisan. But then on the stand, Trump said, no, he actually wasn't bullying the clerk. He was bullying Michael Cohen, which is such a wild defense. But he added, because he is medically unable to stop himself, that the clerk was, quote, maybe unfair, and I think she's very biased against me, which is, that, that is a violation of your gag order, my guy. He was then fined $10,000. But then after that, he was big mad. He had big feelings. So he stormed out of the courtroom, surprising even the Secret Service who had to chase after him. And that alone is such a funny image to me. But it's made even funnier because NBC News described them as, quote, scurrying after Trump. What a dangerously unserious person he is. How did he get away with so many crimes for so long? Because he is very clearly bad at this. And speaking of him being dangerous, because remember that not only did he do money crimes, he also did election stealing crimes. And that is very dangerous. There was literally an insurrection. People died. CNN is exclusively reporting that Georgia's Fulton County DA, Bonnie Willis, has discussed at least six more plea deals with co-defendants in that case. Lawyer Robert Cheely says that he was offered a deal and turned it down, which feels like a very silly move. Not for me, but whatever. Well, I guess not for me because I wouldn't have done it anyway, but I would definitely take the deal. Additionally, former election supervisor Misty Hampton, as well as former Trump campaign official Mike Roman, have also been in touch with the DA's office about a possible deal. 
So we've got those three plus three more that have not yet been named. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is almost certainly one of those three as news broke on Tuesday that he struck a deal with Jack Smith, a.k.a. Coach Beard, a while ago for immunity in the federal election stealing crimes case and has since spoken with Coach Beard at least three times this year, including once in front of a federal grand jury. Sources say Meadows told Coach Beard that he told Trump multiple times that he had lost the election, telling Meadows, quote, obviously we didn't win. I'm really looking forward to hearing Trump say that he's never met Marky Meds in his life, when previously he said he was a, quote, special friend and also, quote, a great chief of staff, as good as it gets. Really amazing. And that's it. That's the news. This Michael Johnson thing, I've said it before and I'll say it a million times until it actually happens. We have to win the House back next year. I'm proud of Rebecca Welton, as I am legally obligated to remind you whenever I mention Coach Beard. She just, she really grew as a character, you know? What a boss. I'm also proud of pumpkins. They look great and they taste great. And I like everything about them, actually. But more than that, because, hey, you know what? You always look great. I'm proud of you.